Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Match with Livy. Clearly I am fucking Livy. Hi you guys, welcome back to the podcast. I hope everybody's doing well. I was honestly like in a good mood, had a lot of energy, and then I got a weird dumb fucking text from my ex saying he overdosed on weed. Um, okay, ew, who does that first of all? Second of all, is that even a thing? Like I don't think so. I just think he's trying to get my attention. Babes, it's not going to work, but it does make you feel shitty. Like I will say one thing is like narcissists are good at making you feel shitty. It does make me feel shitty knowing he overdosed on weed. And if that's actually a thing, I will feel really guilty (laughs) for like making fun of it. But for right now, I truly do not give a fuck. Um, but yeah, he's just like making me feel bad because it was a night that we had like a blowout fight that officially ended our toxic relationship. And you're like, Livy, it should have been ended so long ago. Shut the fuck up. I know. I'm aware. Whatever. It's not like I dragged it out for years. It was just couple months a little bit too long loves a little bit too long but like receiving that text message i'm like holy fuck like shut up like like i don't care like whatever like just deal with it okay so yeah that's where i'm at mentally i don't really i do have like a great week intro but i kind of just want to like get into this episode so because i need to record this because i have to work and i leave for chicago tomorrow morning bright in the fucking morning early in the fucking morning is what i meant to say so by the time you're listening to this my ass oh wait that's not true i'll already be in chicago at this point so that is that you're listening to this i'm in shine town vocals 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 okay i decided that for this episode i want to listen back to my first episode i haven't listened to this since like the time i released it so we're gonna listen to it together and i'm just gonna comment on the entire thing so let's just get into it it's called the men i've dated and the bio on this this was before i had um someone writing my bios for me you guys let me read the bio on this it's like actually embarrassing it's in my first episode i deep dive into the men i've dated and give an honest and brutal review i discuss the attitudes and personality traits i've noticed while dating these men as well as the pros and cons of dating these guys what Livy? what the fuck was that like that's what um my descriptions used to be now somebody writes them for me and they just sound so much better like in this week's episode Livy interviews a surprise guest her ex-boyfriend oh fuck him he can choke all right let's get into this episode here we go i'm gonna play it hello guys and welcome to midday mantra with Livy. okay what the fuck was that cut did we hear that cut that's when i decided that i needed to over edit the podcast i don't really edit this shit anymore i am clearly Livy. today's episode is exciting in a way i wanted to share with you guys a little bit more about me and so we are going to be talking about dating and <laughs> Ew, why did I laugh like that? That's so fucking annoying. Anyways, I'm clearly very nervous in this episode. Like, I'm clearly extremely nervous. I remember when I recorded this sitting in my little Chicago apartment with a shitty little microphone two years ago. And that's so fucking weird. Like, I remember this so specifically being nervous. Like, this was supposed to be my second episode, by the way. We 
I had to personally delete my episode, the first one, because it was fucking horrible. So this was like supposed to be my second, but this was what I launched with. When I launched a podcast, everybody listened to this. I have a lot. Mainly on this episode, I'm... What the fuck? Mainly? Livy, cut that shit out if you're going to over-edit the podcast. I'm going to focus on the types of guys that I've dated and that I kind of lean towards more in date. And we're going to really get into it. I'm sure a lot of you will be like, oh, I know these kind of guys. I date these kind of guys, too. I have three specific kind of guys that I date. But first, I want to make a disclaimer in the beginning of this video, mostly for any of the men listening if anything I say offends you, it's probably because that's how you view yourself. That's something my therapist taught me. If we take something and hold it so close to us, like an insult or even a compliment, and we hold it really close to our hearts, that's usually how we view ourselves. So, yeah, if you're offended, this is probably because that's how you view yourself which is fine i'm not here to offend you i'm just here to speak the honest truth i was clearly there to offend people like this episode is like intense from what i remember it probably won't be that intense anymore i was clearly there just to fucking offend people um and i don't know why i was being like shy about it and i also don't know why i had a drop in my therapist so quickly being like i'm in therapy like okay fucking do you want a meadow livy like what was that i do stand by the statement men are trash no, I do not think all men are trash. I just think most men are trash. I also believe everybody has a soulmate out there and that person will treat them right, but we have to go through the assholes to find our soulmate. So That was way too deep. Like, that was way too deep. It was so unnecessary for me to describe the fact that we all have a soulmate out there. Like, just stick with the men is trash and don't fucking explain yourself, Libby. Right now, this is me just describing the assholes that I've dated to you guys. Not all of them are assholes. Just honest to God, majority. I, I've never dated a nice guy in my entire life. I don't know why I said not all of them. No, clearly all of them. I think I was just scared to hurt people's feelings at this point. Genuinely, almost all of them, actually, now that I think about it. Oh, there we go. There we go. She's getting a little bit more honest out here. And my favorite, we have the egomaniac assholes, also known as the athletes. Why would I ever publicly claim that the athletes are my favorite type of man? Even if that's the truth, take that to the fucking grave. It's an embarrassment. These I would say I'm probably the most familiar with. They think they are God's gift to earth. They have the biggest ego you will ever see. But they are praised all day, every day. So of course they have a huge ego. Like imagine every day someone telling you how amazing you are. And you hear it. Wait, this is so funny because I feel like every day my mom or somebody tells me how amazing I am. And I'm like, I'm so fucking amazing. Like, I think that's like part of my daily affirmations is me or me being like, Livy, you are literally fucking amazing. So me shitting on the athletes for getting praise when I straight up praise myself every day is kind of full circle moment. Multiple times throughout the day. This is more for the guys that are in the league than the, than the college players. That was just like, that was like so unnecessary. This is for the guys in the league, not the college players. That was complete shade at my ex-boyfriend. That's exactly why I said that. Like, let's be 100% honest. My ex was a college football player and he sucked. And that is exactly why I said that statement, okay? I don't know why I had to be shy about it. Like, that's what I was feeling. They bring that ego everywhere with them. So when you're dating them, guess what? That ego is still there. They are also validated all day, every day. It's a part of their sport. So when they aren't being validated, they are seeking it. Hence the saying, 
athletes are cheaters, okay? Look. I'm actually not really sure how those two correlated whatsoever. Being validated every day and cheating. Also, what does it mean being validated every single day? All men cheat, but athletes love to cheat. It's just a fact. I was big on the one-liners. It's the validation that they need because... When they're used to just being told how amazing they are and they want to be validated by every single person because that's kind of their goal. What the fuck does validated mean? Like, why am I using it so much and how did I know what it was in 2020 but now it's like escaping my memory? Usually if they're in the league and they're cheating, that's because they have just access to anybody. Let's start praising the lawyers as much as we praise the athletes like these or the doctor. Rebecca, why are you so quick to open your legs for the athlete? Like, let's start opening our legs for the lawyers, ladies. I'm sure there's a lot of women out there who would rather die than open their legs for the athletes and are fucking lawyers and doctors because they actually see a future with these people. And I was just the dumb bitch that was like, I think everybody wants to fuck an athlete because like, like, no, ew, literally no. And why am I saying let's praise the lawyers and the doctors? I could give a fuck about them. Sure. And what they're doing they're always going to want more, which honestly, it's a good mindset to have. But at the same time, it is a little bit toxic. And that's where you see the toxic. Why did I sound like that? Do I say toxic like that? No. Insecurities with the athlete. There's always someone better and there's always someone that can take their spot so easily. So they know they're really replaceable. Why was I throwing so much shade at the athletes of being like horrible? I'm like, you're always replaceable. It's like, okay, what? I know there's better out there for you too, sweetheart. So no matter what, they're just going to try and sabotage that relationship before they can even start it. Also, all athletes love God, but rarely ever live. <laughs> wait, 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 what? Okay, why did I bring religion into this? This episode is giving me fucking chlamydia. Like, I hope you guys don't, like, you don't understand how much this is giving me the ick having to listen to this what he's saying don't get me wrong i'm not saying they don't actually love god but i'm saying i actually live by the words of the bible that was like wait 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 what i live by the words of the bible who is this bitch i literally like pray to my crystals right now like what do why did i say i live by the word of the bible who am i this is absolutely disgusting so deep i don't i'm not sitting here reading scriptures and living my life specifically on that but little things where it's like lying cheating all these other things that god really is like don't do that these athletes will have a proverb about loyalty tattooed on their arm but wait why did i say proverb like that i think it's just proverb wake up on sunday morning with two bitches in their bed who are not their girlfriends or their wives and still claim to love god i don't know what bible they are reading but we are just not reading the same Bible. I don't think I've ever read the Bible. So I don't know why I said that. Also, like, I hate these fucking analogies I'm coming up with. Because that, to me, is not really worshiping God and his word. The stereotype that athletes cheat. <laughs> Every athlete I've dated has cheated. So it really does live up to the stereotype. Why am I laughing so much? Why am I laughing at the fact that I was cheated on? I guess I'm laughing right now, actually. But, like, it's pissing me off to hear. But I just feel like with athletes, a lot of them are just followers. They might not even want to cheat. But if the rest of the team is cheating, say they're in a away game, 
and majority of those players are cheating on their girlfriends, you know what? They're probably going to do it too because they crave acceptance in that brotherhood or whatever the fuck it is so badly that they're willing to sacrifice actual good things in their life just to be fit in. And it just all goes back to the validation that they really crave and seek. So yeah, I feel like with athletes a lot, they're always competing and comparing. Obviously you have to portray the best image to the world and they don't want to be looked at any other type of way. So I feel like that's when they praise God and stuff because it's just kind of like a known fact that you're a good person if you praise God, but that's not necessary. No, it's not. That's never been a known fact. Also, I realize I'm basing all of these assumptions about athletes about like two of my exes and they're both just fucking weirdos and I don't think it had to do with them being athletes. I think they were just fuck. I think I picked the worst athletes in the world to date. Really true, but also newsflash, if they were just honest and they were like, posting instead of a proverb they started posting like i just fucked two of the baddest bitches in one night got my dick sucked all these things i would be like wait i respect you so much more because at least you're living your truth and you're being honest but obviously they would never do that because they're so wrapped up in the image of who they are and what they're portraying to the world honestly i stand by that actually i do i did Mention that the athletes are my favorite. Why am I publicly claiming that? This is giving me fucking chlamydia listening to this. It's not even funny. Why would I publicly claim that? Of all the guys I date. You'll understand why once I explain the other guys I date. And also with the guys in the league compared to the NAIA guys that I've dated. And like I'm throwing so much shade at my specific ex. It's actually weird. The D1 and the other levels, I think the biggest thing I've realized is the lower the status on the pole, they somehow have the bigger egos than the ones that are even D1 or in the league. But they all have really big fucking egos. But I would say the ones that are in the league kind of already feel like they made it. Oh my god, like, why, why did I have to mention, like, that? Like, why did I have to talk about the guys in the league? Like, that, I look like a whore. Like, I don't think I realized I was doing that. way that they don't have to work as hard and have that big of an ego compared to the guys that are still trying to get to the This is just way too deep of a fucking analogy for a goddamn athlete. League, because they know that's not promised. But when they're kind of in the league, I feel like they can step back and be like, oh, I made it. Usually it's the rookies that are the assholes because they're like, I just made it. And you're like, fucking relax. Like everybody has a rookie season. Just calm down. You don't need to be a fucking asshole. And you. That was directed specifically towards one of my exes, like specifically. Just thought I'd let you guys know that. Really do have your different kinds of athletes. You have your ones that actually made it to the league. You have your minor league ones. And you have your D1 to NAIA guys. And they're just all really fucking interesting and in different ways. And it's just always like keep that stuff in mind with the athletes that they're always probably more emotional too because they are specifically told not to really express those emotions. So with them, I really realize that. The emotions, it's hidden, but once it comes out, it like fucking floods out. Which honestly, I think is attractive when a guy expresses their emotions. Why? Why would I think that's attractive? Like, this is just gross. I'm getting literally like chlamydia. I sped up the podcast too because I felt like I was talking super slow. I don't want to make it sound like I'm just shitting on every single guy, and though I am. At the end of the podcast, I'm going to go into the pros and the cons of dating these kinds of guys. And I'm also going to go into the things that are so attractive about guys ew what i'm going to go into what's so attractive about guys why 
guys that I date are just the straight up losers, okay? <laughs> there is no AKA. They're genuinely just like the straight up losers. These are the kind of guys that have big goals and dreams but never do anything about it. So you'll hear them talk for a really long time about the things that they want to do but they never really put any action behind it. And you're just kind of like, well, what the fuck are you doing then? I realize that they usually work part-time and then play the game the other part-time instead of having a full-time job. That's just something that I've realized. Um, all walk and no talk, 100%. These are the type of guys, I want to do this with you. Oh, I'd love to take you here. I'd love to do this with you. It's like, okay, well then do it. It's not that fucking hard, but there's always an excuse. These are the guys that are like, well, I don't get paid till this, or I don't da-da-da. There's always an excuse, and they're always going to tell you what they want to do, but guess what? If they really wanted to do it, they would do it. So these are why... Wait, that was actually so profound, and like, I'm going to give myself credit for that one. That is super fucking true. It's like, if he wanted to, he would. I was just a, I was just ahead of my time. Because they don't really follow through with any of their actions or their plans. They're usually not in school, which is not an issue, but they're also usually not pursuing a passion. So you're just kind of like, well, what the fuck are you doing then? That's a little bit harsh, but I don't, I also don't believe you need to be in school. No, not at all. If Coming from your local college dropout. I think I was still in school at this time, though. Have a passion and you have something that you want to do with your life. But if you're not pursuing that either, it's like, well, what the fuck are you doing? You're really just doing nothing. These are usually the guys that are up all hours of the night that you'll find that up at like 2 a.m. or like 3 a.m. texting you because they probably don't have anything they have to wake up and work for or anything like that. These are usually the guys that really probably work like 10, 15 hours a week. When the straight up losers cheat, it's usually out of boredom and usually because they lack true purpose in their life. So they're trying to fulfill that in any way they can. Holy fucking shit. I literally went in on these guys, but it's literally so true. And so that could be different girls or different things. I feel like that's why they cheat. At least the athlete can commit. This guy can't even commit because he's so emotionally unavailable. Usually they're all really emotionally unavailable and always have an excuse for every single thing in their life. Usually of like why they can't commit. And at least the athletes can commit. Yeah, they might be cheating on you, but they can commit where these guys are that's not that's not cute like regardless if they're committing for like committing to you or not like if they're cheating on you they're literally not committing to you so like i don't know where i was getting at with that cheating on you and also can't commit so that's why they're also the straight up losers these are usually the guys where you look back and you're like ew what the fuck was i on when i was talking to them like i live me currently with my ex anyways i really can't believe i talked to somebody like that that is so disgusting also, they portray themselves to be bigger and better than they are. So it goes back to the all talk, no walk. They usually still live at home and have never paid a bill ever in their lives. And you're like, okay, you're 24. You should probably get off the couch and do something with your life. Usually these are the guys that you're going to be splitting the check with. They're super emotionally manipulative, probably because they have a lot of time on their hands. These guys are extremely average. Also, they're usually very immature, like still a child. They're usually not financially independent, still relying on mommy and daddy for money. Where it's like, okay, come on, we're grown, get up, get a real job, start doing something with your life at least. Holy fuck, did I go in on these guys. That's so iconic of me. Usually they're going to tear you down because they're so insecure about themselves. So if you know what kind of guy I'm talking about, if they tear you down or anything like that, it's usually because they're not comfortable with themselves. Probably because they lack purpose in life. Ooh, this is my favorite. They're always posting about like, oh, I'd wife this girl if she did this. Or I'd wife this girl if she did that. And it's kind of like, well, no, you, no, you wouldn't because you can't even emotionally commit to somebody. Also, they never really know their place, always calling you babe and boo, and you're like, whoa, like, what the fuck is this? Like I said, I'm just giving examples of the kind of guys I dated, and these are the straight-up losers that I dated. So obviously, if they're straight-up losers, these are the traits that they brought with them. Next. 
oh my god did I go in on the straight up losers almost a little bit too in like everyone was like okay this is about a specific person it's actually like about a specific three kinds of people and yeah that's like so intense that I literally went in but I feel like I found my voice a little bit later in the podcast like talking about the straight up losers I feel like is kind of how I like talk now maybe so I feel like that's a good thing we have the guys that I solely date because my mom would be proud of me aka the nice guys poor nice guys I have never dated somebody that my mom would be proud of so I don't know what the fuck I was saying I feel bad for the nice guys honestly these are the kind of guys that ask to take you out to dinner make sure you got a home safe they pay for the dinner your grandma loves him like your whole family loves him your mom brags about him he's usually successful he knows what he wants in life he holds the door open for you pays for dinner he has a balanced day he's like waking up at eight going to bed at 10 he knows what he wants to throw out his day he works really hard always compliments you sometimes can compliment you too much though which i personally don't like but always makes you no one has like no man would have had ever treated me with respect at that point in my life so what was i saying they were all literally trash anyways um why what was i gonna say i totally forgot why i interrupted this I don't remember. Feel good about yourself. Honestly, any girl would be so lucky to have this kind of guy. Always ask how your day was. But truly so fucking boring. I'm sorry. I have to say it. The nice guys always finish last is kind of a fact. For me, at least, I honestly wish I could like the nice guys. But I can't. I don't know. There's something in me. that's. It's your daddy issues, bitch. It's your daddy issues. That's why you couldn't like the nice guys, you psycho. Me away from them. Like any girl would be so lucky to have them. And they're kind of like the dream guy. And they're just really sweet and nice. But I just like cannot commit to them to save my life or even want to commit to them or even go on a second date with them. That's probably my inner trauma. But it makes me. At least I was aware. At least I was fucking aware. It's your daddy issues. Really bad because these nice guys really do deserve so much more. And that's kind of why I, I mean, no, they fucking deserve me, obviously. But I just can't commit. Like I need a little bit of. I need a little bit of psycho in there, I guess. Like, it's almost too good to be true. And those are the guys that I don't really ever stick with. And it's so bad. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Like, you don't stick with them. Like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Okay, we get it. Like, whatever. And then I complain about the straight-up losers and the athletes that I've dated. I'd say now I'm kind of out of my straight-up loser phase. So you know what that means for the fucking athletes. Okay, I would actually, like, I would actually rather get chlamydia 75 times than hear myself say that ever again in my entire life. That was, I want to burn. Because I said that. Why did I say that? All of them have something in common, I will say. All men are insecure. All men can never talk about emotion. And ladies, we're all too good for these men no matter what. I don't care what they do or anything about them. We're usually way too good for them. I said a lot of negative things about these guys. I do want to get in. I dug deep. I dug really fucking deep to find the positives about these guys that I've dated. I I already know this is going to give me the fucking ick if this episode hasn't already this is gonna be like the cherry on top i need you guys to understand i'm trying my best here the athletes my favorite things about the athletes that i've dated so they do all have goals and dreams that's the one thing no will they achieve them it depends i feel like with myself i do comedy so a lot of these guys could look at me and just be like what the bitch what that's what you want to do for the rest of your life yeah bitch why'd you even throw that in there of course that's what you want like what like who cares it is but i still have a goal and a dream just like with the athletes i feel like i can relate to them a little bit more why am i why am i acting like i can relate to a fucking athlete like why is that a thing we each have goals and dreams so i feel like that balances out a little bit more 
Also, another pro about dating the athletes, they're overly emotional because they have to hold in their emotions. It's just a part of- This normally makes them abusive. I don't know why I found that a pro. Like, I don't know, their ego, their sport, just like the stereotype of the athlete too. Like they just really hold in their emotions a lot. And I personally think it's very attractive when a guy can tell you his emotions. It's very much- Why am I fixating on this emotion thing? Like who fucked me over at this time in my life that could not express their emotions that I have to fixate at? Fixate on it on my first podcast episode. This is giving me the ick. So I kind of like the athletes when they like boil over the top and explode with emotion. You're like, oh my God, I had no idea you felt this way. Comes to a breaking point that they have to talk about their emotion, but at least they can talk about their emotion. I'm basically saying they hold everything in and then they burst and explode on you. And I think that's attractive. What? I was so down bad. They have good stamina. Oh my God. Why did I say that? Oh my God. Why did I say that? Why did I say that? The work that I need to put into my work. So they're willing to let me... What? Fuck, I can do what I want, but they're with- Wait, I said they have good stamina, and then- Wait, what? Oh my god, what? Okay, I say they have good stamina, and then I go into them understanding my comedy. What the absolute fuck was I on? I need to put into my work, so they're willing to let me- Not let me, fuck, I can do what I want, but they're willing to give me a little bit more space because they realize that I'm working and stuff. They don't think I'm cheating. They just think they know I'm working. I I wish the fuck I was cheating because this bitch sounds so down bad right now. I wish my ass was cheating when I recorded this podcast about talking to an athlete. Why was I so loyal? Like, that's gross. Or like, I can't be constantly talking to someone all day, every day. Also, yeah, that's another thing with the athletes. They're not going to be talking to you all day, every day, which I kind of prefer because I have work that I need to get done as well. Uh, why was I, like, this is giving me the fucking ick. Why was I so persistent on how busy I am as a person? Yes, I would like to hear from you throughout the day, but it's, I'm fine with it being like every four hours or something like that. So we both can get That's done. literally a lie. Come back to each other. Don't get it twisted. These athletes also have cons. And I think you know where I'm going with this. So yeah, they're cheaters. All men cheat. Like I said, athletes love to cheat. It's just in their blood. It's just in their nature. It's usually because of the guys they're surrounded by. Like I said, if the whole team is cheating, you think they're not going to cheat too. Who you hang out with is who you become. All men are liars. So I don't want to just say the athletes are liars. But athletes that I've dated, well, my, maybe the athletes I've dated have had like emotional problems, but they do. Clearly, lie. clearly, Livy, they had emotional fucking problems. Clearly. Like, was it not beyond obvious? Well, they usually always get caught up in their lives, so they probably should just not. A con could be that they're busy. I know when like, I'm trying to plan something or they're trying to plan something and they're like, oh, can't do it then, can't do it then, let's wait a week or something. I'm like, no, I kind of want it done now. So I guess like their busyness makes me lose interest a little bit more. That's a con about dating them. Also, you guys can be long distance sometimes because they travel. Also, another thing that I've realized with athletes is they have a big ego, and guess who also has a big ego? I have a big ego. I don't have a big ego like them, though. I feel like my ego's... No, at this time in my life, I had a bigger ego than... You would have thought I was the fucking quarterback for the Chicago Bears by the ego I was carrying with me. A little bit different. I don't know. I'm confident, independent, and stuff, and they don't really like that. They kind of like something that they can manipulate a little bit more, where I'm like, no, I'm not going to really put up with that. I'm going to leave you if I don't like the way that you're... You guys, what the absolute fuck is this? Treating me. Because they can never believe that someone's going to leave them. So once I finally leave them, they're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, well, you're an asshole. What the fuck did you expect? I'm not going to stay. And that's the pros and the cons of the athletes. The athletes, I would say, have more pros than the other guys. Except the next. Why was I so, like, ew. These guys, I love the nice guys, but I can't commit to you guys because you're boring. The losers. Okay, pros, they aren't that busy. Yeah, they're usually pretty free. Whenever you want them, because they're really not doing anything with their lives. Oh, they make you look really good. 
because they're not really doing much with their lives or themselves when they bring you home or like you're in a group setting or like your friends meet them they're usually like damn like why are you with him and you're like yeah why am I with him and then I usually like reevaluate some things and I'm like clearly it was a rough point in my own life I wasn't feeling great about myself but they make you look good so that's a pro uh you also don't really have to worry about other girls because nobody really wants them but they have to put in work to cheat just have to like make a tinder or like a second instagram account a second snapchat account yeah it's like a whole process with them to cheat those were the pros of the losers. I'm sorry, guys. It was really hard to find the pros of the losers. So I just recommend that we all stop dating them. I think it's just going to be better for our mental health, our skin, and our hair. I think we'll flourish once we really get rid of the losers. Cons. They don't respect you. And it's just toxic. And they're losers. Like, there's nothing else for me to say besides the fact that they're losers. And that's a harsh reality. But you know what? I never said the truth didn't hurt. Oh, my God. The nice guys. Pros to the nice guys. They're successful. They're nice. They're caring. They're very loyal and loving. Everything you could ever want in a guy, you'll probably find in the nice guy. The cons of the nice guy, they're so fucking boring. I'm sorry. I don't know. They just can never keep my interest. Usually when a nice guy texts my phone, I'm just like, why the fuck is he texting me? And the thing True. is, like, I want them to find better. I want them to be with a girl that will actually cherish them and their niceness. It's just really hard for me to do that. I get super bored with the nice guy so easily. That's definitely a me problem. I really should, like, look into that or something. I wish I could like them. I really wish. Something about them it just is so cliche. Like, you should look into it, Livy. Like, why? Like, look fucking into it. Thank God I'm in therapy. Morning, beautiful. How was your day? How was your comedy? Da da da. I'm like, oh, fucking stop. Call me a whore. Like, slap me around a little bit. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. Why did I? Oh my god. Uh, the daddy issues are th like thriving in this podcast episode. Fucking insult me a little bit. Don't tell me how perfect I am all the time. Not the ambulance in the back. Like, if I could describe Chicago in one sentence, it would be ambulances. That's one word. Fuck. Even if it is true. The nice guys do finish last, and I stand by that statement. Maybe one day I like the nice guy, but I right now know I like the athletes that are a little bit fucking nuts, and I'm kind of over the straight-up losers. Did I really just publicly claim liking an athlete again? This is actually giving me fucking chlamydia. I hate this. Proud of. Took me a while. Don't think I'm an idiot. I'm fully aware that I just shit on all these guys. Some of them deserved it. Some of them did not. But that's just how I see the men in my life that I've dated, and that's just like... That's just the truth that they painted out. Like, if they don't like the character they were in my story, they could have changed my ways. Maybe in a couple months, I'll come back and be like, you know what? I lied. The athletes are amazing. Oh, my God. So loyal. So cute. No. Ew. 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 Newsflash. I never came back and said that. But right now, I think the athletes are fucking terrible. Here is what I'm going to get into about what I find attractive about guys in general. What? When Why was this a segment? Why was this a segment? Why was this a segment? Why did I feel the need to be like, I'm going to tell you who what I think is attractive? Like, why was this a segment? And I'd love to fucking know. About their emotions. Okay, hold for a fucking... Okay, why was I so obsessed with emotionally unavailable men? Like, what was happening at that point in my life? Round of applause because uh, guys think sharing their emotions is the worst thing in the world or it's a turnoff or anything like that. It is so attractive to me if a guy can sit I don't, down and be like, you I know don't what? care that much. I feel about you. This is my intention with you. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm... Someone's buzzing my door. If you guys heard that... Sorry, I had to go get a package because um, I get literally five packages a day from, like, brands just sending me shit. But the issue is this one fucker, this one mailman, is like, I'm like, you can just leave it. It's fine. I'll come get it whenever. Because I live so many flights down. And he's like, no, you have to get it now or I'm bringing it to the post office. I'm like, I literally am like on my intercom. Like, why the fuck are you annoying? Like, why are you annoying? Anyways, let's get back into the podcast episode. Thinking. Because then I have a better understanding of what they're feeling and they're thinking. 
and it's just so attractive to me. It's like, oh my god, you're in touch with your emotions. Oh, I don't know. I just like Ew. when a guy can be mature enough to realize his emotions aren't a bad thing. It's like, come and tell me how you actually feel about me. Because guess what? I don't know how you feel about me until you tell me how you feel about me. So cut out all the other bullshit and just tell me how you feel. Get in touch with those emotions and grow up. I'm eating bit. chips. Emotions Sorry. Are emotions are normal to talk about. Another thing I find attractive about guys: fuck small talk. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. Tell me about your trauma. Like, get deep with me. I'm so tired of small talk. Usually, if I'm having small talk with a guy, they, yeah, we're done. I don't really stick around for small talk. I don't care about how the weather is. I know you don't care about my day, nor do I really care about your day or what your views are on the weather. I don't give a fuck about any of that. Let's get deep. Let's talk about things that are a little bit deeper than just everyday mundane things. That's what I think a lot with the nice guys is that they love small talk, probably because they're really just trying to be respectful and get to know you. Like, no, let's get a little bit deeper because that's what I find attractive. Like, if you can tell me past stories about you and how you felt in that time and how it changed you as an individual and what you learned from that, that's attractive. Oh, my God. Fuck about Why is that so fucking deep? Like, holy shit, what was I on? Weather. I just don't. Having goals and dreams that you are passionate about, that is another attractive thing. It doesn't just have to be the athletes that have the goals and the dreams. The difference from those straight up guys take a shot every time i say athlete because this was just fucking gross losers and the guys that have the goals and the dreams is the guys with the goals and dreams are currently acting towards them like i'm young they're young so i don't expect like a millionaire to walk into my life and sweep me off my feet at this age but i wouldn't be opposed to it but is what the fuck as long as they're putting in a lot of work towards what they love to do then that's attractive to me. But I've also had guys that are putting in work what they want to do and they're just manipulative losers. So it's a give and a take. But to actually be like... I'm like listening to this episode and I'm like, who hurt you? Like, who hurt you? And it's me. And I fucking know who, but like Livy, really? Passionate about what you want and show action towards that? That's attractive to me. Guys that let you live your own life. Like, that is so attractive to me. I don't want a guy that's up my ass all day, every day, thinking I'm doing something shady or behind their back. I would kind of want a guy no, up my I ass. Want to do just as much as you should Like, sexually. As well. Text when we can text, and then at night, let's FaceTime before I go to bed. In the morning, I'll say good morning. And then, like, we'll go on dates and plan dates and stuff like that. Being financially stable. I know I talked a lot about the losers not being financially stable, and that's usually because they aren't financially stable. Like, I pay all my bills. I do everything. So I expect that with the guy that what? I'm dating as... I do pay my bills. I actually will stand by that. Well, and that's super attractive to me. That means you're not living off mommy and daddy's money, and that means you have a work ethic if you're financially independent because you have something to work for and yourself. The last thing I think is so attractive about guys, and this is sad for me to admit, but it is respect. The bar is so fucking low. Oh my the God. Never I feel like I recorded this podcast episode and hoped every single guy I had ever talked to in my entire life listened to it. Like this was not for the girlies. Like this was specifically for any man I've ever spoken to for me to call them a fucking loser and for me to just tell them what I actually wanted. Like this was horrid. Lower. And it's sad that I have to write that on my list. Do you realize how sad it is? On my list then don't talk about it then don't talk about it the fact that i have to say respect is something i find attractive that's because of how disrespectful men can be i don't feel like it's a hard thing to do. i'm so over this thank god i have like 30 no, seconds left really isn't respect is something is a big thing if you can respect oh my I do, god you can respect me as a person believe it or not i've had a lot of guys that haven't respected me we literally i think that's what i can gather from the whole fucking episode is that nobody respects you how many times are you going to mention it sorry i'm getting angry at myself i have all this trauma rarely ever see respect from guys maybe it's a me problem that obviously a little bit obviously the guys that i've dated what i've realized from the guys i've dated and the guys that i attract and i'm attracted to unfortunately these are how i separated them it's crazy because i actually don't date much 
because I think that they're all losers. Okay, but why make a whole episode about it just to end it with that? Like, Livy. Oh my God, let me not be a man hater. But when I do, you date, literally just were for the past thirty minutes. Why are you acting like you're not a man hater? These are the kind of guys that I go for, and these are the experiences that I've had with. These I've guys said this five times. So I hope my tips and my traits about them can help you understand the guys that you're dating a little bit better. Ladies, let's give the nice guys a chance. I'll do it when you do it, okay? It's not going to be a me thing. It's going to be an us thing. I can't fucking do it yet. Oh my God, it's so bad. I really wish I could give the nice guys a chance. Honestly, none of this was meant to be disrespectful it to was, any of the guys. It was all meant to be disrespectful. It was literally all meant to be disrespectful. There's no way I can say that's your, like, what? But if they feel offended, like I said in the beginning, that's a you problem. It's not a me problem. I'm just stating facts. Truth hurts. But thank you guys so much for listening to the first official episode of Midday Matcha. Also, guys, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Livy Mave. That's L-I-V-I. That's so funny. Any questions that I can include in the episode that you guys want to know answers to or statements is to email Midday Matcha with two A's at the end of Matcha. I'm planning to drop an episode every Friday. So see you every Friday. Okay, my notes from that, obviously, it made me upset. It basically gave me chlamydia. Um, I think it's, I should, instead of being like, ew, what the fuck, I should be grateful for how far I've came because I love that I ended it with being like, okay, see you guys every Friday, and I have for two years, so, like, that's a little bit insane. Also, at the same time, um... Yeah, it's like everyone starts somewhere. If like you're listening that like, oh my God, that's cringe. I got millions of messages being like, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So like if you're thinking about starting content, just start it because you'll start off, you'll probably hate it and you'll probably cringe at it. But that means you're growing. That means you're growing as a person. And I love that like my Instagram was like still Livy Mave at that point. Like, ew, giving me the ick. All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. If you want more of me, you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at SheIsLivy. I love every single one of you. I'm going to eat my chips and pack my life away. Where's-